0: Hello and welcome to The New Conspiracist, the show that's got more followers than QAnon and actually got me in it. That's right, I'm Jolly and Rubenstein and my sous chef in our conspiracy kitchen of hell is James Ball. How's the uh, paranoia casserole going, James? It's uh,
1: bubbling up nicely, mainly because I'm too fucking hot. That is, and um, I hate summer. I'm really summer. summer I'm just going to apologise.
0: Summer is a conspiracy against me. Anyway, Jamesy, we're pretty excited this week, aren't we? I think
1: we're pretty excited. We're we're pretty
0: excited because this week we are joined by singer and songwriter Self Esteem, aka Rebecca Lucy Taylor, who last year released her critically acclaimed second solo album, Prioritized Pressure. Ranked one of the best albums in 2021, no big deal. Earning her a whole Mercury Prize nomination. And actually, one of the only gigs in heaven, that James and I have totally randomly bumped into each other at.
1: Yeah, both of us were there. Our producer was there. About 18 other people we knew were there. It's a big... It's, <laughs> I mean, the, the podcast
0: is a big self, self-esteem self sort of fanboy club, isn't it, really? Yeah, or fan it, girl it, club, depending on what you want to... It does turn out that
1: finally something has brought us and the producers together <laughs> yeah, after fun. our episode's long war. Something that we can actually <laughs> agree with. Yeah. So what is it that we're actually going to
0: discuss with Rebecca? Well... It's been a summer of record-breaking heatwaves, but one of the tricky customers who hasn't really been sweating it out at all is Prince Andrew, or has he? Because today we're asking, can Prince Andrew sweat?
1: I love that we've picked the second big heatwave of summer at the time of recording to do this, but oh my God, do I have opinions on both Prince Andrew and sweat. I cannot wait to dive in on this one. Coming up next... So, self-esteem, a.k.a.
0: Rebecca Lucy Taylor, welcome to The New Conspiracist. How are you doing?
2: I'm great, thank you. How are you guys? Just having like, be here.
0: quite a good summer.
2: Yeah, it's busy.
0: Come on, it's <laughs> amazing what's find, going on. I find
2: everything, uh, like, I get what I want and I start whinging about it.
0: Do you know what? We started talking last year mm-hmm. after Wilderness Festival, when we were going to go and see each other's performances and then didn't, because we just couldn't find Sounds each like other. me at a festival. Yeah. And in the last year, I mean, when Prioritise Pleasure came out, I think everyone who heard that immediately was like, there is a completely new voice on the scene. And for me, anyway, you were speaking to, you know, as someone, you know, I'll just say late 30s here, as someone who's, you know, not necessarily lived the most heteronormative reality, I thought you were speaking to a part of society and articulating something that really, really wasn't being picked up by any other artists. Like... Did you mean to do that? Was something that you set out to do? Or is it just, you know, just, it just happened?
2: Yeah, it really did just happen. I'd lo- I love the idea that I was like, hmm, let's do an album that's <laughs> speaking to people in a way that no one else has. I, yeah. did- I just, I say this a lot, like people are like, wow, you say these radical things. I'm like, it's literally not. I'm just relaying my experience. And that album was like, I, I was very fed up of trying to make it, like mm. quote unquote make it. And I just did what I wanted to. And thank God uh, (laughs) it's gone dead well and like I'm drowning in free sunglasses now. Because if I wasn't going to be soon, I would have... I don't know what I would have done. So I feel really... I, I don't need validation from the industry but I'm also like thank you so much for the validation from so, this
1: <laughs> do you do reckon this year there's more income from you know the, the music or from the second hand sunglasses it's going to be cells. when I sell the sunglasses yeah. that's yeah. how
2: I'm going to like that's maybe buy property that's you know? the housing deposit I'm not making any money <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm on covers of magazines and it looks like I'm doing well Listen, so that's, I, my, I, that's what counts. that's the new conspiracy I go, <laughs> I go to
0: I go to a lot of gigs and, and, and James the tune I think it's fair to say like particularly when we got to that gig at heaven. These aren't just people going to the gig. Every single person in there knew every single word. It's like there is a self-esteem cult, isn't there? Yeah. There are people who are absolutely dedicated who go to all the gigs up and down the country.
1: It's it's an incredible following you've built.
2: No, it's weird, and I can't wait to misuse my power.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I also got very gently bullied into. I think I saw your Glastonbury set three times, despite not going to Glastonbury three times because different people (laughs) put it on. So you know, Mm. that's that's good. Are you are you writing now? Are you like? <laughs> is are you on
0: the road writing or?
2: No, I'm just a taking of shit it. Shit, I've got to do. I'm doing so many things. All yeah. the things I ever wanted to do are now like. I'm blasé about like. Hey, do you want to come and do this amazing thing? I'm like. No, I really want to get through my wash basket. Yeah, I really want to like my window's are very mucky. I want. I'm really sorry. Do you clean. want to do the
0: music for a, a one-woman uh, show with Jodie Comer? Uh, yeah, and the old yeah, uh, no big deal. Yes, unbelievable. quick as well, Rebecca.
2: I, I know. It's I remember great. messaging you but,
0: going, "What the fuck? Amazing!" I know. And you're like, "Oh, so busy." I
2: uh, I love it. I just it's uh, yeah. I've got to, I mean, this isn't the. <laughs> For to discuss it, but I I I just I'm fu- I'm fucked and I can't enjoy any of it. But I've been reading these t- takes on the internet lately, where everyone's a bit. We're all overstimulated post pandemic, and mm, it's like you kind yeah. of end up feeling no I feel very numb. Yeah. And adrenaline. It's interesting the subject we're going to talk about. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like I miss adrenaline. I don't get high at the moment. Yeah. Like I just sort of like everything is waving over me. Like okay, we're doing this now, and it's it's obviously amazing. It's a fucking wonderful problem to have. But I do miss I need to be bored like again. Do you know rush. what I mean? Yeah. So like <laughs> I you, you, exactly
1: sort, of, you sort of need like three weeks in a Sanitation isolation yeah. tank or something. I know it's, I know it's a quick good. pandemic. It's I'm not a complete saying a quick cheek pandemic. Just a, little, yeah. a <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. Just the mini a one. A boutique pandemic.
2: Yeah, I'd love that. That would sort me right <laughs> out.
0: Well, listen, we have come to the part of the show where we need to get back to working out what the topic is today.
1: So, James, what are we going to be talking about? So, this week we are asking a question the nation actually has been asking now since 2019, which is can Prince Andrew sweat?
2: Are you going to discuss that this is my idea? Yes. Yeah. Of
1: Of course, Rebecca. Do you know what my other option was? We we literally asked you why you picked this (laughs) one. This
2: is good. I I was like, we can either sit and discuss whether or not Squirt is pee or not. (laughs) Or Prince Andrew sweating. They're the two things I'm interested in. Nothing more, nothing less. So do
1: you you want to know why we're not doing Squirt pee? (laughs) (laughs) Why? Genuinely, it might overlap too much with something else we've
2: already done. Which is
0: is the female orgasm a conspiracy. (laughs) Is Uh, it real?
2: Well, okay. Seriously. One. <laughs> <laughs> are we even allowed to we say this we're not allowed books. to say yeah we're not allowed yet well i'll be listening we'll tell you off mic i'd love to know that's but we'll
0: the- talk about squirting as well i think it'd be uh, why not <laughs> let's just combine this with a bit of prince andrew
1: but yeah let's not talk about prince no. andrew squirting that's no. just not a picture anyone needs no one needs to that see is that. that is my nightmares for the next week right let me introduce <laughs> the damn conspiracy <laughs> <laughs> so in honestly, perhaps the worst advised interview of all time, to the point where Prince Andrew's <laughs> press guy actually resigned like before the thing aired, going, like, the fucking idiot shouldn't have done it. Uh, Prince Andrew sat down with uh, Emily Maitlis and um, he was addressing some very long-standing accusations from Virginia Giffra that uh, he had raped her. So an incredibly serious topic that he had some of the worst denials on the planet for. You know, he was claiming to be able to remember a particularly great Pizza Express meal uh, from, like, 11 years before. Uh, I can't remember a Pizza Express meal after, like, 11 minutes. but, But, yeah, but his sort of big kind of clinching argument was... Well, in her witness statement, she said I was sweating profusely, but actually, because of the Falklands War, remember, I'm a war hero. Uh, He didn't quite say that bit, but he did. He just said, well, I couldn't sweat at the time. I don't sweat because I had an overdose (laughs) of adrenaline in the Falklands War. And therefore, because he doesn't sweat, she's uh, absolutely a liar. And, you know, one of the particular joys of this was a band called The Cunts my notes here say with a k mm. so i have to stress that actually reached the top 20 in the uk charts with their tune and i'm reading out a song title here <laughs> prince andrew is a sweaty nonce so rebecca what made you choose this topic
2: i just find it i'm very interested in it like it for me it's just the most purest form of like male privilege ever mm. and then also in, in my world like i get shit on the internet often from men <laughs> and in a way I, I, they sort of, they're doing my job for me like them being awful about me like i'm like okay go for that's like free example of what i'm on about with my work and i kind of feel like obviously followed the case very i'm like extremely passionate about uh, fucking someone having accountability for these awful things that happened to these survivors um And I just think they must be sat back and he must be on telly like that. It just must be like similar feeling of like, okay, hon, (laughs) you do that. Because that tells me, you know, that that proves my fucking point. So I'm quite sort of
1: obsessed with it. I should probably do a bit of the legal boilerplate here. Because there's a very weird situation with what's been admitted and what's not and where they are. So Prince Andrew still denies any wrongdoing and any criminal act. However, he was involved in a lawsuit in the US which he settled for an undisclosed sum. A uh, bit much saying he settled it. It's uh, Well, it was settled for him. He settled much. by his mummy, so, is the truth. But essentially, it's believed to be about $15 million, yeah. which of course you do when you've done absolutely nothing wrong. Yeah, there's nothing uh, to, like... Uh... To Virginia, which also includes that he will never again publicly assert that she is not telling the truth. So we're in a position where he will never say when she accuses him of rape that it wasn't true, but he still denies it and he isn't going to face any UK criminal investigation. So, listener, you are left to draw your own conclusion as to why... Uh, Prince Andrew decided to get the Queen to pay $15 million to someone he had previously said was a liar the moment it looked like he might face open court. It's just like
0: indicative of the entire sort of societal fuckery that we currently live within, where you can literally pay $15 million bucks to say... One thing and the other simultaneously, whilst denying I, both. I should, I should like, also I mean, it takes privilege
1: to yeah. an entirely different level. Doesn't we, sh- it? we should also just give a little bit of backdrop for people who don't sort of know. Um, essentially, Prince Andrew was uh, a big mate of Jeffrey Epstein. Flew on his plane, etc. When Virginia was a teenager, she flew around with them. She was pictured with them. And she has actually for years made these allegations. She didn't just suddenly pop up in 2020 or that kind of thing. She's done it for a long time. She also is donating, I think, the overwhelming majority of the money to various sort of good causes for women. And once you are offered a very high settlement, if you still take it to court you are liable for all the costs of the other side if you get less. And so she would have been taking a whole gamble with bankruptcy she, I didn't know to that. try is and that, push it. Is that here as well or just yeah, in the States? Yeah. so there's, there's, it can become quite hard to still fight a case when you're offered a big settlement. Fuck. And so she may well have had no choice but to accept it on those terms. And she did get some quite significant terms on what he couldn't mm. say in future. So, you know, just... Because I think I've seen a lot of people call her a money grubber or say the fact she didn't force him to court shows it wasn't really about Mm. what she says it was about. Actually, she had very few choices left to her and I think it was a very, very significant thing she did. Mm. And to take on, is there any sort of power really more entrenched and established than the bloody royal family?
2: You're just fucking smart to go, well, (laughs) I'm not going to get anywhere further than this. I think she got... The best scenario. And I also think what that exactly what you've just explained also shows how, I don't know how fucking right she is. It's
0: just so monumentally <laughs> fucked, though, isn't it? I mean, like, it's such a bizarre. I don't think I've ever had such a bad taste in my mouth as when we worked out just how much, like, you know. Whether you want to say that the Windsor money, you know, is all from private estates, like, I find that very difficult to sort of settle with. That's because it's bollocks, (laughs) Joe. Exactly. It's total bollocks. And I won't really, you know, I have no truck with people who go like, oh, they've got a private estate and their money's, you know, ultimately, that's our taxpayer money that's being essentially given, you know, to hush someone up when the case against him just became more and more profoundly upsetting. And I think the the Emily Maitlis interview, like what, where were you when you saw that? What was your reaction to I went
2: round to right? my friend's house to watch Did it. Did What, like a popcorn moment? <laughs> yeah, we were like, and rewinding it. Yeah. And just like gobsmacked. I was thinking like adrenaline. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, just such an amazing theory. It's, get, it's getting turned
1: into a movie, you know. You're joking. Oh, the interview. Yeah. Oh, uh, so Sam McAllister was the producer that booked it. Uh, she's amazing. She's just released a book. This isn't sponsored. It's mm. just a good book. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, she sold movie rights to it. So you've got to get someone playing Emily Maitlis and some poor bastard playing Prince Andrew. Oh it God. kind of
0: turned Emily Maitlis as well, not just into a household name, but she kind of became a national treasure, yeah, like just amazing. from that interview it really just became because also I mean it's just you know we recently did an episode on Alex Jones and how his lawyer really cleverly sent like his phone his bank records to the defence I mean setting up that interview has to be up there with the biggest own goals of all time surely yeah I mean like it <laughs> but again is,
2: it's just proved that you know they just prove their guilt I think but apparently he thinks he comes
0: across really well it, like it he was shows like pushing the, for it he was it like i the them all
2: but you see right It's 3 a.m. chat here. (laughs) This is what
0: we want. Yeah, let's fucking get
2: on it. We all, everyone has, (laughs) we all experience everything differently, right? There's no way that we could be here all, we could be here for the rest of our lives and you won't understand what I mean and I won't understand what you mean. We've just got to have a nice guess at it and have like compassion and empathy and all that sort of stuff. And he, his like measuring tool (laughs) is so (laughs) fucking different because of his. Fa- uh, who he is and the family and all the rest of it—that like he literally can't see that that wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because his cognitive it was fantastic. T- his yeah. tool in here that measures whether things are good or bad that uh, just measures things completely yeah. differently. So, it's co- like,
1: cognitive dissonance. I'm isn't trying it? to like
2: I, it's hard. I was kind of nervous about coming on this because I, I, you're very inspiring and you f- fucking go for it, and I'm a bit more scared. But <laughs> Mate you've been
0: going for it like fucking hell out, out of hell this year well, I just mean like I yeah. say
2: shit and then I go fucking hell I shouldn't, shouldn't say shit because it just causes me a lot of grief but then it's so important to me to like, fight for what I believe is right but I will always try and stress that like everyone's measuring tool measures right and wrong differently yeah. and, like you, you kind of like I'm trying desperately to not have any fucking empathy or, or anything yeah. for the bloke but I'm like when, when to hear that he thinks that was good, yeah, I, I think it's worth thinking that's because he's a complete alien. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so it's anxious. a sign
1: of who you surround yourself with yeah. as well. Like, yeah. He's clearly been so surrounded by sycophants and, you know, clearly kicked anyone out who might tell him the truth that he's sort of ended up in this alien world where he's sure that well because everyone around him understands it when he talks them through it then the public will too yeah. especially because he probably thinks the public are fucking idiots but he's always been a supreme
0: supreme twat like one of his roles as the Duke of York was to actually go and be essentially like the Spurks person for the British arms trade in such wonderful conflicts as Yemen where he would go to Saudi dress up in Saudi garb do the swords thing where they all Around and then literally sell them weapons to literally go and crush countries. That was kind of the fun he had, you know. It was kind of memorialized in the crown where he would literally take army helicopters to go and visit his mummy in Sandringham. Like he just gave no shit at yeah. the best of times. And he's always been a nasty, vile shit of a man. And then John Sweeney, who's an investigative journalist who was doing a lot of work on Gillen Maxwell and the case, actually started to look into the fact that what he actually did for Epstein as well was like juke washing. So when we found out that like Epstein was having these terrible charges uh, of essentially being a paedophile put against him, Andrew just like went on a walk with him in Central Park so they could take photos and be like, oh, it's not that bad. I'm the Queen of England's second son. I'm walking with Jeffrey Epstein, no big deal. And then apparently Epstein deposited a certain amount of money, which some people say it was $15,000. Some people think it could have been a lot more into Fergie's bank account because, or, or to her household because they, even though they're separated, there's still one household, one financial unit. And I just think like there are some people who are just such fucking wrongins on a profound level that it shifts the kind of whole consciousness because he sort of became I mean, especially post Me Too and everything like that, he became sort of emblematic of something much, much bigger, right?
2: Yeah. Well but, but they but they have no like the Me Too movement, so much of it is I mean, it's like minuscule what has happened in terms of improvement because you're just fighting just this and entrenched idea that you are entitled to do what you want yeah. to women, right? And like women have been fucking brainwashed into thinking this is how you survive. And like he yeah, he's that's what I said at the start. Like he's the embodiment of privilege and, yeah. and the and the germ of the idea of like the Me Too movement. Like it's so I feel like we could do we we got ho- we got Hollywood to listen. Music doesn't fucking listen like Music no, like, and
0: fashion have really not had I mean the if you look at also the pushback that Marilyn Manson's partner
1: Evan mm-hmm. uh Rachel Wood yes. had. It's it's quite extraordinary. And I mean look at look at Amber Heard. I mean that's yeah. a, that's I mean, gonna terrify even, women from speaking. Yeah, I mean so, at the yes. at the
0: time of recording in the last couple of days there's been a, a whole trove of files that have been unsealed. Uh, in the Johnny Depp case you,
1: you know these are all the stuff that were in the British trial though no one could have Googled these the whole time. None of this is new to us. Mm-hmm. It was just all kept from the jury in uh, America. Wow. So this is why in the u k, depp was found on twelve of the fourteen incidents for them. It was sort of balance of probabilities for them probably to have occurred. The American case was just a travesty. but yeah, mm.
0: but, but it's just it's just it's just so interesting to me that in 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 the industries like fashion or music, it hasn't really percolated down. It seemed to so hit acting for a while, and then
2: that was kind of it, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, my theory in music is that there's so, so much of it is still just run on favours, and yeah. no, there's no, I mean, it looks like I'm doing great. I don't pay people enough yet. I really want to, and I can't, and it's like you're still, all the shit things that happened to me in my 20s in the music industry have been because... I couldn't speak up because we needed, you know, them to drive us to the next fucking gig. Mm. Or, like, if I made a fuss. And you just know. I mean, it's fucking hard to talk about, like, Amber Heard, all that stuff. It's like Prima Facie, the play I made the music for, like, the takeaway from that is, like, so bleak. It's so hard to get justice that you just give up.
0: And the system is, is really built like that, isn't it? I mean, whether it's the UK or the US, the, the just the legal realities and the sort of re-traumatization of people is, is profound. But what
2: do you... Like, I certainly shy away from having to fucking think about it sometimes. That's my mechanism. Like, I put it into the work, but like, for the most part, I don't want to f- think about it anymore. I don't want no. to live like a victim yeah, and that's the power, so it feels like people like Prince Andrew and, and the millions of other people in power that get away with shit, if you just wait long enough everyone will give up mm. and then you just carry on but like for me, I didn't text someone back you know, two days ago and I'm thinking about it as I'm falling asleep. Like, I can't... Like, I have a guilt complex, like, all the time about everything I do. But it, again, it's just... A, they're aliens to me. They are aliens that can carry on living without guilt or, like... Yeah. But then, look at Tony Soprano. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're never, you're never all right. No. And you're in your own personal hell. You might have got away with it, yeah. but that can't... Well, the,
1: the cost of it exactly right, is isn't. one, you know, it, it does mean, like, one eye over your shoulder the whole time. But just to sort of go to Andrew an Alien... Prince Andrews was so, so foul as, like, Britain's ambassador, as, like, an arms trade person. There was a whole... Do you remember the WikiLeaks cables out in 2010? Yeah. There was a whole cable from a US ambassador about how much of a dick he was in Kyrgyzstan. I don't know about this. Uh, And so, like, he was... He was there sort of talking to all these uh, sort of, you know, trying to help sort of shift arms, etc. he was saying that Britain was back to playing the great game. Wow. He was complaining about those fucking Guardian journalists who had exposed bribes in arms sales <laughs> as unpatriotic. He uh, yeah, was sort of what, saying, hey, look, you know, If you're going to do deals in this part of the world, you should pay bribes. You know, we shouldn't try and change your culture. So, yeah, what was their conclusion on him? Prince Andrew reached out to the ambassador with cordiality and respect, evidently valuing her insight. (laughs) However, he reacted with almost neuralgic patriotism when any comparison between the US and the UK came up. For example, one British businessman noted that despite the overwhelming might of the American economy compared to ours, the amount of British investment and American in Kyrgyzstan was the same. Snap the duke. No surprise there. The Americans don't understand geography. Never have. In the UK, we have the best geography teachers in the world. <laughs> I mean, just. just I mean, my geography teacher idiot. was a piece of shit. So we should we should probably do the sweat thing a bit. Yeah. So we? what is the deal? So he claims
0: right that in seventy nine, when he was enrolled into naval college and underwent training, he eventually was dispatched, obviously, off to Argentina in eighty two, and he claims that basically an excessive and continual exposure to adrenaline, which is not rightly recognised as a cause of a lack of sweating in humans, however, he says that that's what made him stop sweating. Yeah. yeah?
1: So it is. Possible to not be able to sweat. And it's sometimes it's partial, sometimes it's total. Adrenaline, as you say, not usually a cause of it. But sometimes people in like super intensive military training do, like, usually temporarily, but like quite briefly. Lose the ability. But, like, not being able to sweat is like a properly quite serious medical condition. It can't be good for you. Like, if people listened to our Bruce Lee episode uh, with Sanjeev Vaska, he was saying Bruce Lee allegedly had his sweat glands removed from under his arms. And they reckon that might have contributed to his like tragic death on a film set. So, like, if you can't sweat, hot weather is like really dangerous for you. Yeah. Um, you can go to heat stroke and die. Yeah. Like I've never so, met anyone who can't so sweat. People, people like have to dress differently and act differently in the heat and not wear like <sighs> full suits in blazing sunshine. Not Like you no, know, like he has been pictured <laughs> doing many times. <laughs> like that would be today. quite a high risk activity. Busting his woolen suit um, out. Because like there's, there's all sorts of stuff that can cause it. There's certain drugs, there's like atropine can cause it. Well that
0: there's, can like, make you stop sweating.
1: Yeah, there's like fairly serious health conditions that can cause it, It can be a sign of Parkinson's Really? Uh, Yeah, it turns out there's like all sorts of shit that means you can't sweat, but it's all quite serious What I really love though and this is my challenge to Prince Andrew if you're listening there is a test you can do to see if you have this condition Oh is there? And basically I I just love the whole mental picture of this, you like strip off and you're coated with this powder Mm. and then you walk into basically a sweat box Mm. And this powder changes colour on oh. contact with sweat. <laughs> Amazing. And so it shows where you can and can't sweat. And so you stand there. Me too, babes. I don't know what colours it changes from and two, I wish I did. Mm-hmm. But like if Prince Andrew, instead of being interviewed by Mateless again, wants to like step up, you know, Channel 4 naked attraction yeah. style <laughs> and do the
2: sweat box challenge. That's how we solve them.
1: That's how we can solve the case. So that, you know, Prince Andrew can anytime he wants prove his claim mm-hmm. that he can't sweat.
0: Did you know that there are other famous people who claim they can't sweat? They're Have what? you heard about this thing about Chrissy Teigen? No. So apparently. She shared with her Instagram followers that she'd injected Botox into her armpits, mm. which she described as truly the best move ever made. And apparently, have you heard any of this, chat?
2: Yeah, I, my puberty, <laughs> the worst thing about it was I, I was terrified of like sweaty patches. Sweaty pits. And like, I'm like quite pro sweat patches now because I'm like, it's literally <laughs> a human Thing, um, and I can't believe it was sold to us like that's minion. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's
1: like your body keeping you alive. Yeah, and like, we're like oh
2: no, but no, it's like aging. like women aging were like, you know, the one thing that's definitely going to happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so ashamed of it. Like, how dare you? That's such yeah. a weirdly good find Like, yeah. it's we like, all go through it. Right? Yeah.
1: So the alternative I, to aging is pretty fucking grim. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm, oh god. So my 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 mum used to like sew extra bits of fabric and my thing. I would only wear white. I, oh. Babes. it was so harrowing so i'm pro sweating oh sorry is that what you asked me <laughs> no, <laughs> pro-sweating no, oh as well. it's chrissy tegan yeah. Oh, yeah so it's like yeah you can have botox and then you don't sweat but then i'm like oh fuck's sake now what now i've got to do that
1: although like prince prince andrew doesn't sweat bad man tony blair famously sweated buckets it was like when he was doing his party conference speeches for the labour party when he was leader if you're in the front row you get showered with his sweat. Mm, That's horrible. Uh, so you know, maybe it's like one of those extremes <laughs> where you've got to be in the middle.
2: Yeah, for it to be <laughs> like really pretty bad.
0: I've got an, I've got a friend who says that she only sweats when it's cold.
2: One of the girls in my band with we, we this photos of us and we we're trying to do a calendar of like the worst pictures of us. <laughs> there's so many horrendous ones and everyone's such a babe that I'm like this is good for us. <laughs> and but one of the girls she just doesn't not a not a drop.
1: Oh. Just just all, just to team up on a no sweat shaming. I should quickly say cuz this is not communicated well enough. If you're on SSRIs, you will sweat more by quite a lot. Is that true? Is that why I'm such a sweaty Yeah, I do know that. I'm on on SSRIs for anxiety and I sweat all the bloody time. Mm. So you need more water and more rehydration than otherwise Mm. if you're on them. And it's not like, it says it in the tiny print on the pack, but it's not like told to you by your doctor. I I was
0: always the sweaty kid at the disco. Like, I remember I, would, I definitely had a song once, and a girl literally touched the back of my head and was like, ugh, and just walked away. <laughs> I and I was like, absolutely mortified. I'm
2: contradicting myself there because I was like, sweats, you should be allowed to sweat, and it's not a bad thing. But then when you said about Tony Blair, I was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to muse on that. I, I to think, think it's the big sprayed a in the front row. Like,
0: I yeah, think. Yeah, but, but its
2: it shouldn't be minging because it's just no. human.
0: So Your th- gigs are f-
2: seriously oh, sweaty. Yeah, well, at, that's why yeah. we do it. Like, when we do shows and they're sweaty in a way, it's kind of like, oh, cool, from the outset, we're fucked. Yeah, so, totally. So for it. Like, me, yeah, it's it's a part of, like, the thing with Prince Andrew <laughs> <laughs> is, like, for me, like, p- speaking of, like, pictures or documenting my existence, like, I keep, some sometimes I'm like, oh, God, my, oh, my nose from that angle or whatever, and I think, right, next time you're having a picture, don't do that, right? And shit like that is going through my head, hmm. which isn't, like, I don't stand by that. I'm just talking about my wiring that I'm always trying to challenge. It's just
0: intrusive thoughts, right? I mean, whenever you're doing stuff in the public eye, that shit just comes into your head. It it, can't not.
2: It's horrendous how much more I've seen of myself than I would if I didn't have Without you know, at a normal job or whatever. If
0: you were posh, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. But even that anxiety of like, okay, we'll make sure my beak's not going that way this time. Like he's like, okay, make sure I'm not sweating every time I'm ever recorded ever again. Like how it must be terrifying.
1: I mean, that, what you really got to hope is that anxiety makes you want to sweat. Maybe like, his
2: mom's sweating. Yeah. Do you, you think his, he's got some like surgeon
1: botoxing every pore like, before be. he goes out? Do
0: you know what I found quite difficult just back in the Andrew thing was. When we got to the point of the Jubilee, and then he sort of was just walked out a little bit just to be on the balcony initially, that was the chat. And then when they were like, oh, he's got COVID. Yeah. So he can't be there. And I just think, you know, the calculus
1: now must be... That supposedly was Charles doing his nut because everyone loves the Queen. You know, she's been here since 1952. He is her favourite kid. Everyone knows that. And like... That was why at the sort of uh, memorial service for Prince Philip, she just absolutely insisted that he walk her down and Mm. completely fucking trashed her reputation. And basically, the whole palace had asked them not to. She stuck with it because that was, you know, for her husband and for her and. Her as Elizabeth Windsor, not the Queen. Yeah. But such like so massive was the backlash that supposedly, and I believe this, you know, Charles and basically all the rest of them went absolutely fucking not. So they went. Uh, so they so he caught COVID. Yeah.
2: He was licking door handles. Too. <laughs> yeah. <So> they got <laughs> Just, what they
1: that's right, Desperately. Yeah. <laughs> they they can't handle you but can. They flew over Bill Gates to inject <laughs> him personally. <laughs>
0: It is mad, though, isn't it? Because there's something to me about the sort of fundamental damage that this did at a point where we were already totally at sixes and sevens because of Brexit and our identity and who are we. And then it just felt like, you know... Ultimately, whether it is or not, you know, I personally doubt I will ever know. But it felt like the biggest establishment stitch up that there'd been, and it just felt so open. And it also felt like we, as the public, were so powerless to sort of voice our, you know, total frustration at a time where, you know, and what the, the settlement was in what about fifteen million.
1: Uh, yeah, that's what we think. $15 million you know, paid by the Queen. The same year we're being Andrew told have that kind of we money. don't
0: have enough money for free school meals. We don't have enough money for teachers to have a pay rise. We don't have enough money to properly staff an A&E that is now an 18-hour waiting time. Like, it all just felt like it was part of, you know, I, I don't know. It felt like the kind of cherry on top. Do you know what I mean? We're fucked. Yeah, we're totally so, fucked.
1: So just so just on a thing of even getting to what we got... Took or what Virginia got? Let's you know credit yeah. where it's due. This was a fucking long process. So I reported out part of this story. Yeah, you broke uh, part of the story, yeah. didn't you? So on New Year's Eve, just, not about the sweating. Just I before, say. yeah, that was Mateless. That was all Mateless and McAllister. That is there. No James
0: Baller there. So, not taking any shade.
1: But New Year's Eve, just before start of twenty fifteen. Uh, I was at a house party of my mates up in North London, the good bit of London, and I got uh, got a text. Socialist Republic of North got, London. Got a text at about five past eleven, like just before midnight, going, look up this docket number on this court on Pacer, which is like the US court. What? Just system. a random. I I know who it was. Oh right, okay. But. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to get. yeah, it was like a super confidential <laughs> source that I'll just <laughs> yeah, yeah. name now. Drop it on the podcast.
2: fun thing to do at a party. Uh,
1: yeah, exactly. so, yeah, I'm, I'm like previously just gearing up for a good sort of New Year's Eve, get this text and he went, look now, and he went, do not phone the court clerk.
2: Well, I don't understand what you're so saying. So yeah. he was saying, just there's, this, English, there's this
1: like court document. And he gave me this document ID and he said, look it up, don't phone the court, don't do anything, just like get this up on your phone now. And so I like sat under this kitchen counter and tried to use this really complicated thing that you can use to get US court filings. And it was a filing against Epstein from a woman, I think she was called Girl B then, but it, we now know it to be mm. Virginia. I'm reading through it, and it's all kind of quite Lord. interesting. And you get to about page five and it names Prince Andrew. It wasn't against, the lawsuit wasn't against him at that point, but it was the first time there'd been a court document naming Prince Andrew, which makes him nameable in the media. But what my source had known was you can get court documents sealed so that you can't see them anymore and you can't reference them. And so we had this window between this being filed, which I think they'd deliberately done on New Year's Eve so it would take a couple of days. Oh, right. And so we had this window where we could use this document and name Prince Andrew as connected to this rape sort of case.
2: Oh, my God. And so
1: literally just sort of left the party, worked through New Year's, and we got it out in The Guardian on the 2nd of January 2015 that Prince Andrew was named in this lawsuit. It is a huge uh, so like, like, deal. Oh, it yes. was. It was kind of like, Fuck James, yeah. yeah, brushing his shoulders off while sweating his nuts off. <laughs> it's also that is the last sort of first of January I ha- I've had without a hangover. Anyone who's seen James <laughs> yeah, yeah. at an
0: actual party will know you don't want necessarily doing this in the middle of the party. This is not. It's not a <laughs> yeah, good no, idea. Yeah, no. I was anyway. literally
1: I pulled the bin out and sat under a kitchen cabinet to read it wow. while I was seeing like, is this actually worth breaking like my New Year's party for? And then it's like, yep. Yeah, oh fuck it, go down. Do you think, like, for you, is he up there with,
0: like, is he the biggest twat out there in your in your yeah. sort of deck of cards of the twats? Pretty much.
2: I was invited to the Jubilee, and I said, "Why like, are you yeah. to the Platy jukes. to perform? <laughs> not perform, just like I oh, don't just know. hang out." Yeah, and I thought I can't fucking deal with that. No <laughs> way. And I love free booze. And, <laughs> like, I love bougie shit. It's tough, is it? I. Well, it's not tough. It <laughs> fucking piece of shit but it's he's more it's just there's more than him everywhere.
0: I think it's the layers of it I think that's exactly what you're saying it's like you're not just dealing with you know I'm no huge fan of the royal family but I found watching The Crown fascinating and I think that thing about the House of Windsor and the instruments that are behind shielding those people like shit blows my mind.
2: And that's why like in my life I, I have to find a way to I don't know like have some neutrality towards the fucking shit and not kick off anymore and and not and like things that have happened to me it's unlivable unless I find a way to sort of not forgiveness but just acceptance but yeah, I completely relate connection. to
0: that. I said this to you <laughs> I said this to you ages ago when we first started talking online, but for me it's like satire was almost like a lens yeah. through which the process things, because it meant that you could just look at all the terrible shit going yeah. on and hope you could create something that was enfranchising, that could connect to people, but also it's very, very, I mean we've talked about this a lot like it's very, very difficult, isn't it with all the kind of inputs that feel so depressing at the minute to sort of just get on with stuff if you let too much of it in, yeah. it just just crushes you.
2: I yeah, I feel like a real um head in the sand sort of person some days. But like if I don't, I can't it, survive. It, it's, and kind then...
1: of, it's kind of been marked as like quite a healthy thing to do, like to take a day or two days off from the news each week. Yeah. Which you can't do can't, if you write the news. And but... then
2: and then in a way, I don't know, I I go, right, we'll put it in the work and and make the change the chain the change I'm trying to make is like so incremental and will take ages but the
0: thing is you say that but then there was a really interesting thing wasn't there after the lionesses one yeah and you put out that one slide which <laughs> said viral moment uh, one of let's be honest rebecca has been quite a few recently <laughs> but that one was what did you actually say again i can't remember it was help i
2: just said women, fund women, do women stuff. doing
0: stuff fund women doing stuff <laughs> and it went apeshit i mean i shared it as well i was like yes but it really kind of bemused you that didn't it <laughs> you were like, excuse me, guys. What?
1: Why? Why this? <laughs> Is that not obvious? Like, like yeah. But everything
2: to do with my career. I'm like, yeah. I'd, I've just been here the whole time saying shit like this, and but it, yeah. But that <laughs> one
0: did seem to no, particularly to be demu- bemuse you. <laughs> you. You definitely put a couple of posts up being, you what now, guys? So what?
2: <laughs> it was amazing. Ten thousand shares. I feel was- <laughs> like the head of my label was like, amazing work with that. Instagram. <laughs> and I was like, fucking hell. I've done all these records. I do all these videos. I do all these things. I was like four pints in, in yeah. one stud And I was <laughs> exactly. like, this is what I ain't actually like. Look. Fun women doing shit. Yeah. And, then, and then, yeah, and then look at me. I'm...
1: So just since I went to the effort of learning this, shall we slightly lighten up also with, do you want a bit of sweat trivia? Yo, yeah. who doesn't want a bit of sweat so trivia?
2: Genuinely, swear. So i genuinely normalized sweat. It <laughs> turns <laughs> <normalised turned laughs> sweat one, one of my many you, plans. You know,
1: when you hear about like all pheromones and stuff in animals. Yeah. So... I I can't vouch for the study, but a proper academic peer-reviewed study got men to sweat while showing them like horror type images, so they were a bit afraid.
2: Cool.
1: And they then had women smell either that sweat or sweat from men who'd just been chilling out, Mm. but like doing a bit of exercise, but who were calm. And they obviously didn't know what they had. And then they asked them to do, like, some mental arithmetic-type tasks. And the women who'd smelled the, like, fearful sweat were, like, more alert and more active and completed the task quicker. What? So So
0: what is that? That's kind of like, but that's pheromones activating your own fight or flight, surely. So,
1: like, we, we actually communicate with each other through sweat. There you go, baby. So, like, if you, you know, if you're botoxing your sweat glands, people are not gonna like get yeah, how you're not feeling. To be able to get you. They're not that's gonna the vibe worst with you. Thing.
2: All I want is people to get me. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. Totally.
1: It turns mad. out if you want people to get you, sweat them. But also, Ooh, if you're no, at a no, festival a and slogan. you've
0: been dancing loads and you haven't sweated, then you haven't had a good time. Yeah. Like, do, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you should come out of sweaty. Or,
1: I mean, or you're doing that like bloke, that straight bloke dancing, where you don't move anything below your shoulders. <laughs>
0: I can't believe you're talking about my dancing like that. (laughs) That is so out of order. Listen, we've got to the part of the podcast where we have to decide whether this theory, this conspiracy theory on whether Prince Andrew can sweat or not is a forgazy, if it's nonsense, or if it's the real deal. So... Rebecca. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, mate, don't, She's don't, don't bother on. yourself, She's right? On. She's bored by it now. She's over it. So, Princess is it a it. It conspiracy theory so or is sorry, it a conspiracy theory? Sorry, don't real? put
2: that in. It's a fucking conspiracy theory. If it was true, I would have stopped sweating when a very famous actor asked for my number in The Groucho in 2010. Oh, and he never texted me, but there was a it. lot of adrenaline. <laughs> are you tell us of this, are we? I'll tell you off. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Well, but I, well, I'm just doing a joke, but yeah. I, that, I don't just, think I'm just doing a little joke. I'm just, I'm just, just being a, just relatable and charming. Oh, <laughs> exhausting. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely a conspiracy, but I, yeah, like I said already, I enjoyed his clear guilt of <laughs> being. <laughs> being, being uh, Demonstrated by himself.
0: (laughs) I, I think it's total and utter fucking bollocks. I'm sure he can swear. And also, as a former Pizza Express employee after my years at school, I think he's done them dirty. Like I think he's done Pizza Express dirty. Pizza Express will now <laughs> always be in some way associated with Prince Andrew, and I want to—I want to get rid of that.
1: You know, you know, Pizza Express was also like loosely involved in the Salisbury poisoning <laughs> yeah, as I well. Good sake, it can't weird. catch a break. <laughs> like a in peace. It's they're like Forrest Gumping their way <laughs> through like world events. So. <laughs> Like, not only is, like, the Prince Andrew thing dubious it's why people believe stuff like QAnon. Because, totally. like, how do you go, there isn't this massive secret satanic child murdering cabal when it's, like, Epstein, knew the royal family, Ghislaine Maxwell, the Clintons, the Trumps. The This shit is why people end up... Like going fully off the deep end with it, because and not settling this happen. case,
0: not settling this case actually in court, actually seeing him serve justice, actually justice being done. I mean, remember, you civ- got it, it though. Would it would was got a, it? have got it. It was a civil case. A court case no. would have never got it anywhere. Got I just money. think what James is saying about like the fact that it br- these are the sort of like things, because what we've discovered really doing the show is that pretty much in every conspiracy theory, there's usually like a grain of truth mm. that people then extrapolate wildly out. Yeah. And this feels like... I mean, this is right up there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's,
1: it's like constellations. You know how there's like six dots and then someone goes, yeah, that's a tiger eating a swan. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like conspiracy yeah. theories are yeah, like yeah. that. There are some dots in the middle, but then suddenly you've got your tiger-swan tryst.
2: But this is what's bleak about it is we all know the truth. She's, it's all very clear, but theres that's the end of it. Yeah. There's no repercussions ever. And well, like, what do you do? I don't do? think
0: Prince Andrew was expecting self-esteem to do a podcast on well, him. Yeah, and who knows what your fan base That's consequences. You know that
2: Obama Prince's playlists yeah seen that. so he does a Christmas one now does a fucking I summer one and when I it was like the day after the Mercury announcement and then I wasn't on Obama's oh, fucking what, playlist my God. So oh. say. I was just thinking then what, what Prince Andrew's summer playlist
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna be on that either now <laughs> so Barack if you are listening God she's say, up to doing you know never a little ends. private show for the family just to get you on the new winter
2: you think you've made it I know and then there's a new thing well listen, Barack, Michelle.
0: Up. You know, if you want to get in touch <laughs> with Becca, like just get it. in contact with yeah. the podcast. Becca, thank you so so much for coming on the I show. <laughs> so it's I'm quite what, a
2: taxing podcast. I'm well, <laughs> sweating. we <Wait>, actually <laughs> killing it.
1: What do we what do we want to give Good a plug? Good proof to? that you're not Prince Andrew.
2: <laughs> what
0: do we want to do give a plug to? Because you've oh. been on tour all summer. Yeah, done so I don't many amazing shows. I'm doing same
2: shit again. <laughs> no, uh. I'm, I'm doing a whole new tour in March. Amazing. Which will be the Prioritise pleasure, sort of farewell.
0: And are there tickets tour? available
2: to that now? they yeah. And if we're adding dates. Unbelievably,
0: basically. people are not already following you on social media. Mm. Where can they find you?
2: At self-esteem, self-esteem. <laughs>
0: At self-esteem, self-esteem. Yes. Was there self-esteem? So self you self-esteem twice. Was. was there and a I conversation my... about being self-esteem too? <laughs> no.
2: Self-esteem four. Oh, self-esteem sixty-nine for a bit. But then I changed <laughs> it. My Twitter is somewhere like self-esteem and like four underscores. It's very, it's really not. You know, it doesn't ref- reflect my great success. But
0: well, listen, prioritized pleasure was absolutely like the album for me Thank of you. last year. Very absolutely kind. smashed it. And dear listener, if you want to get in contact with us this week, you can, as always at hello at com, But please do join us for this week's Tier 4 Platinum Circle episode where we will be looking at whether Martin Lewis is, in fact... Is he,
1: in fact, orchestrating the cost of living crisis? It's all him. It's Martin Lewis who's doing the entire thing. We're going to look this into... It's bid for power. Unbelievable. Thing. Nah, bollocks. <laughs> well... Tune did didn't find out Tune did
0: didn't find out (laughs) who knows but listen thank you so much for listening to The New Conspiracists we get by on your support so please share the show with your mate your racist nan or the grandma that you love the most our producer was Michael Dale our engineers Jay Beal Josh Gibbs Gully Lawrence Tickle and Teddy Riley Production coordinator was Lily Hambly, our marketing coordinator, Emily Webb, and our executive producer, Alex Lawless, with additional production from Chris Skinner. We'll be back next week from James, from Rebecca and me. Bye-bye.